back to the On The Journey podcast. I'm Grace Laura and I'm so excited to talk with you guys today about the journey that I've been on and learning that God is always good. Even when life doesn't feel good or things don't feel good, God is still always good. I'm so excited to just dive into this word today with you. So let's jump in. Y'all, sometimes life sucks. And I know this seems like a terrible opening, but hang with me. Sometimes life just sucks. I remember a time in my life when everything just seemed like it all sucked. It had been a hard time for me and several of my closest friends that I'd grown up with, we'd all grown apart as we got older and it broke my heart. And I was getting all caught up in my head about every little thing that went wrong. And I would internalize it and dwell on it and make it a much bigger deal than it needed to be. And so many things were taking up too much space in my mind and heart. I let myself become consumed by my thoughts, and they consistently took me in a downward spiral of self-pity, resentment, and frustration. It felt like the whole world sucked, and I was being overly dramatic. Don't get me wrong. And I look back on that, and I think, what the heck was I doing? But those feelings, they were valid, and I was hurt, and I was upset, and I was angry. I remember one time when I was much younger being furious at my mom. I didn't have a good reason either, but I was so, so mad at her. And because I was so mad at her and I knew how much she loved God, I decided I was mad at him too, just to spite her. I told her that I'm mad at God. And I remember so clearly her telling me, well, then talk to him about it. And my fifth grade mind was blown, but I didn't want to give her the satisfaction of knowing it. See, the idea that it was okay to be mad at God was so foreign to me. The Bible backs it up, though. The Bible does not say, you must always be happy, or it's never okay to be upset. No, y'all, even Jesus got mad. John 2, 13-17 says, The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem in the temple. He found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. And he poured out the coins of money changers, and he overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold the pigeons, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. Y'all, this is crazy. Jesus literally overturned the tables. He was so mad. Injustice makes God mad. The church making a profit off of other people rather than helping them made him mad. So mad that he made a whip and flipped the tables and drove everyone out of the temple. First off, I think this passage teaches us about righteousness and anger and how righteous anger is a thing. It's okay to be mad. Secondly, it teaches us how to deal with our anger And the answer is not flipping over a table real quick. Verse 14 says that he went and he made a whip of cords. For him to make this whip, he would have to leave the temple and go and make this. It would have taken him several hours to tie all the cords together. He put so much thought into this. This wasn't a split moment decision. He thought about what he was going to do. And I think this is a really valuable lesson. We should not act on our anger until we've had proper time to process it. Okay, so now that we've established that anger can be okay, let's talk about how to tell God. See, when we're mad, I think the best thing we can do is, one, 
Tell him we're upset. Tell him why. Pour out our hearts to him. Yell at him if you need to. Write him a letter about why you're upset with him or whatever may be going on in your life. He likes to hear from us even when things are not going well. And second, after you've told him how you feel, bury yourself in his truth. See, I'm really good at telling God for a really long time about how I feel, but I'm not as good at listening to him. I still sit and wonder why I never heard anything from God, because I didn't hear anything from him when I prayed sometimes, and I would just assume he didn't want to talk to me. And what kind of quote-unquote good God would ignore his people? Well, it wasn't that God was ignoring me, but more that I was not listening to him. I was praying, but I was always the one doing the talking. So after we've told God how we feel and vented to Him, we should quiet our hearts to hear His goodness, even before things don't feel good. Y'all, one of my favorite things about God is that He never changes. He is so steadfast. And we live in a really fast-paced world where everything is changing so quickly. Nothing stays the same for very long, and it can be super stressful and make it really hard to figure out where to step because it can feel like the ground is going to move out from under us. But God doesn't change. He stays the same. Hebrews 13.8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So that we know He never changes. And part of what never changes is His goodness. So let's read about that. The Lord God is merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth. Y'all, that is from Exodus 34.6, and it's a good word. Now we're going to pop over to 1 Chronicles 16.34. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His mercy endures forever. Mark 10.18 says, No one is good but the one that is God. It can get really hard to believe this when things in our life are not good. And like I said at the beginning, sometimes things just suck. We all have bad days, sometimes bad weeks, or even months, or maybe even you've had a bad year. Our world is so broken. There's so much pain and suffering and death and sorrow and lament. But despite all of that, God is still good. No matter what we are going through, His goodness does not change. Okay, y'all, side note. In the middle of making my notes for this episode, I saw a notification on Instagram. So naturally, I opened it up and I started scrolling, and you are never going to guess what I found. I found a quote on this very topic. It's so funny, the way that God works. So Bob Goff said, The measure of good God is doing in our lives isn't how we're feeling about it. Y'all, this is so true. God's a redeemer, so he takes our quote-unquote bad situations and redeems them for his glory all the time. Be mindful that he doesn't give us the bad things. The world does. But he can use the bad things that are happening in our life for his glory because he's that good. How fantastic is that? Okay, so back on topic. I mean, I guess that was still on topic, but we popped over to Instagram, so we're going to pop back over to the notes for the show. My friend Joseph experienced some really sucky things. But just because he hit rock bottom, quite literally, on more than one occasion, it didn't change the fact that God was good. He couldn't feel it or see it the whole time, but that didn't change his reality. So my friend Joseph. Joseph was the son of Jacob. He was the youngest son, and his dad treated him differently than all the others, and he loved him more. First off, that's not good. And our Father in Heaven does not pick favorites the way that Jacob did. Joseph had these dreams that drove his brothers crazy. 
because in his dreams, he was above his brothers in some way. Whether his brothers were bowing down to him, or the stars were bowing down to him. This guy, he clearly thinks a lot of himself if the stars are bowing down to him. He's got pride up to his eyeballs. Eventually, his brothers get so fed up with all of it that they throw him in a pit to die. He hits rock bottom for the first time. And then his brothers decide to sell him into slavery and tell his dad that he died so that they can at least make some money off of him. This is a whole nother level of hate and jealousy from his brothers. Joseph has gone from being the favorite of his family to the lowest class in the far off land of Egypt. And I mean, I'm not inside his head or anything, but I can pretty much guarantee you that he did not feel good. His life did not feel good at that moment. But just because his life didn't feel good doesn't mean that God was not still good or that God was not still working. He was working. Joseph, over time, worked his way up in the ranks and was doing quite well for himself as a slave. The Bible says that the Lord was with Joseph and he succeeded in everything he did. Because of this, Potiphar, which was the master of the household, put Joseph in charge of everything he owned. So things are going pretty good for Joseph now, but not long after Joseph gets thrown in jail for literally nothing. He actually refused to sleep with Potiphar's wife because he was a good and righteous man. And Potiphar's wife accuses him of trying to harm her and immediately Joseph finds himself thrown in jail. He would have essentially been in a pit or a makeshift dungeon. Joseph, my good friend, has hit rock bottom for the second time. And even there in jail, God was still working. God did not cease to be good when Joseph's life did not seem good or because Joseph did not feel good. Later, when Pharaoh had been distressed by some dreams, he heard about Joseph's ability to interpret dreams, he called upon Joseph. Joseph interpreted his dreams and predicted the future, and then Pharaoh put him in charge of almost all of Egypt so that they could avoid starvation. God was good to Joseph, and he had a plan for Joseph when Joseph had no feeling that things were good. If Joseph had been sold into slavery, Egypt would have starved because Joseph would not have been there to predict the future by interpreting the dreams by the power of God. And if Joseph hadn't been thrown into jail, unrightfully so, his ability to interpret dreams would never have been known and Egypt would have starved. God was good to Joseph and to others through Joseph, even though things didn't always feel good in the process. Y'all, aren't our lives so similar to this? but likely on a much less intense level. Up and down and up and down and up and down again. It is easy to forget when we are in the downs that even when everything seems to be falling apart, God is good and his goodness does not change. When my mind was spiraling out of control and I was believing all kinds of lies about myself and others, and when I was caught up with everything that was going wrong and felt like everything sucked, it didn't change God's goodness. I didn't feel like God was good, but my feelings don't change reality. Hold the phone. I'm going to say that one more time. Our feelings don't change reality. If my feelings had the power to change reality, we would have a really scary reality. Sometimes I feel really happy, and that would be a great reality. But what about when we feel broken or not enough or lost or mad or sad or angry or distant or whatever else it may be? I am really grateful that God cares about our feelings. He acknowledges them and knows that they are valid, but he also knows that they are ever-changing and unreliable. My feelings do not change reality. My feelings still have an impact, though, and a lot of times 
The way that I'm feeling controls the lens that I'm looking at a situation through. And if I'm feeling upset, then my upset lens is going to actually alter my perception of what's really going on. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a room where you felt like you weren't welcome, and so you looked at everything as if you weren't welcome there and no one wanted you there, and you perceived that, when in reality nobody was thinking that except you. We see things through our own lens sometimes that distorts the reality of what's really going on. But no matter what lens we put on, we can't distort the reality that God is good. God is good all the time, no matter what I feel and no matter what is going on in my life, He is still good. And this can be really hard to believe. Y'all, let's loop back to what we were talking about at the very beginning when I said things suck. At that point in time, I had grown apart from some of my closest friends. We'd been best friends all throughout middle school and the first year of high school, and we were just this inseparable crew that did everything together, and I loved it. Because of this friend group, I felt like I had a place of belonging. And when this friend group started to come apart, as so many friend groups do as kids are growing older, I was left so hurt, and I felt like I didn't belong, and I wondered what I had done wrong to cause these people not to want to be friends with me anymore. And the reality was, were there some things that I probably could have done better and changed? Yes. But we were also just getting older. We were making different decisions. And that's okay. Not every friendship is going to be a forever friendship. There are seasons to our friendship sometimes. But my broken heart didn't understand that. And my broken heart cried out to God and prayed for these friends to become my close circle of friends again. And I prayed, and I prayed, and I prayed for them, and things didn't change. And because God wasn't answering my prayers, I sat there and I thought, wow, like, is he a good God? If he's not answering my prayers, is he good? And I know that those weren't the exact words that were popping into my head, but that's where the root of my feeling was. And it made me feel gross and icky and ungodly, and that's not what I wanted to be. In a book that I was recently reading called Tailor Made by Alex Seeley, it says that we may think that God is holding out on us, but God wants to remind us of his nature. He is a good father who loves us, and he wants us to know the truth, because when we know the truth, it will set us free. Guys, God is good. Even when we don't feel like things are good, and they're not always going to be good, he's still good, and his goodness doesn't change. There is nothing in this world that can change his goodness. And we don't have to cover up and pretend like we feel good. Because I think that so often, even if we cover it up and pretend like things aren't affecting us, we still have that on the inside, and feelings of resentment will build up. And that's what happened to me. And I had to go through a process of dealing with that with God and letting that all be flushed out and cleaned and brought into the open with Him. And I had to relearn that He is good, even when the circumstances in my life don't feel good. And I don't know if you've gone through something similar with your friends or you've broken up with someone and it just feels like your world is falling apart or you've had to move or you lost your job or whatever it may be, 
our lives can feel like they're falling apart. And our lives can feel like they're not good. But our God is good. No matter what the circumstances in our life, He is a good, good God. It is part of His character. And the character of God never changes. Never. It is the most steadfast thing that we can count on. But just because He's good doesn't mean we're going to feel that way 24-7. And we don't have to pretend to feel good all the time. Take a look at 2 years podcast about the power and vulnerability if you haven't already. It's important to be real about what is going on in our lives. We can tell God when we're angry. We can tell Him when we feel like things suck. We can tell Him what's happening in our lives when it doesn't feel good. But we can't miss the next step of trusting Him to be good despite what we were going through. We can't miss the next step of celebrate what He is going to do even before He's done it. It sounds crazy, celebrating something before it happens. But if we believe in the goodness that God is going to do, even before we have seen it, that's real faith. God's steadfast goodness and my inability to change reality is the best ever. And I am so glad that God is going to be good all the time and there is nothing that I can do to change that. I'm so excited about what God is going to do in each of your lives And I'm so excited that one day we're all going to look back and be like, wow, he did this. I love the call and response when someone says, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Because it's so true. He's so good all the time, no matter what else may be going on in the world around us. His goodness never changes. I'm sorry if I sound like a broken record. I know I've said it a lot, but it's just such good truth. And it's so important to hear it. It has been so impactful on my journey to learn and understand this. Because I've gone through times in my life where I've almost gotten to the point of rejecting God completely. Because I feel like my prayers are unanswered. Or I'm unheard. Or how can he be good if somebody has passed away? But guys, the circumstances in our life are incapable of changing the goodness of God. And I hope that this little reminder will be helpful for you on your own journey with the Lord. I want to encourage each of you to think about what's going on in your life that doesn't feel good. Or think about a time in your life when nothing felt good. Or just think about the things in your life that don't feel good right now. It's really easy to complain about things. Think about them. Give them to God. If you need to cry about them first, that is totally fine. It is okay to cry your sorrows and pain and frustration and anger and give it all to God. But after you've done that, I want to invite you into celebrating what He's going to do and how He's going to redeem those circumstances and what He's going to do in your life through your journey. Y'all, I hope that this episode is something that's going to help you on your journey with the Lord and help you in understanding that God is always good no matter what. I know that that's been super impactful on my own journey. Thanks, guys, for tuning into this week's episode of On The Journey Podcast. Make sure you share this with a friend and follow at On The Journey Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, or if you're more into Twitter, at On The Underscore Journey. See y'all next week to keep walking out our faith as we talk with my friend Drew Ward about being drawn to God's love. Peace out, friends, and remember to enjoy your journey.